You're listening to the Business and Life Conversations podcast with Angela Henderson, episode 21. Hey there, you're listening to the Business and Life Conversations podcast. My name is Angela Henderson, and on this show, we talk about improving your business, life, or both by having amazing and rich conversations with brilliant guests who will inspire you and who will give you tips and tricks to help you grow both in life and in business. Hey there, and welcome back to another episode of Business and Life Conversations podcast, and I'm your host, Angela, from Angela Henderson Consulting. Today, I'm super excited to have Kate joining me, who is going to share her story about how she took the leap to start a business as a single mom while having two delightful little boys with Asperger's with her, how she has found time to run a charity event and has all done this while fighting off self-doubt. Welcome to the show, Kate. Thank you so much for having me. Well, thank you. Thank you so much for applying to be on the show. When you first reached out to be on the show, I read your information and I knew I had to have you on the show because not (laughs) only is it going to be a rich conversation about business and life, but I love your determination, your willingness to take action regardless of what is being thrown your way. And I know many listeners out here will also be able to gain some inspiration from your journey. So thank you so much for taking time out of your busy day to be with us today. Thank you. Now, before we get into the nitty gritty about your journey and everything like that, I always like to share with the listeners a little bit of a fun fact or a fun question with each of the guests. So, uh, you know, for you, my question to you is, is what's your favorite animal and why? Um, my favorite animal, I have two horses and huh. elephants. <laughs> horses and elephants? Um, horses, I've always found since I was little, have had a really calming effect uh-huh. on me. I'm, not so why, but I seem to uh, be drawn to them and um, they tend to, yeah, like I said, they have a calming effect and now I've found that they have the same effect on my kids. So anytime we can be around a horse, we do. Unfortunately, it's not that often, but um, yes. I love them. Um, and elephants, I'm not quite sure why I love them. I think the sort of quiet strength that they have, yes. um, I love. Um, and they're just, you know, big gentle giants. Uh, they yeah, are. And they're I just, would say they're, the, they're the most precious, like, I don't know what it is. Like I said, I like the word you use there, like in like the precious little giants or precious big giants, you know, like it is so true. Yeah. They're just like these magnificent, enormous animals, but yet there's something about their character. They're, they're quite clued in, you know, they, they can get rambunctious if they need to, but they're quite calm, you know? Yeah. It's a great, yeah. yeah. Clearly you can might know that elephants are also my favorite animals. So yes, yeah. I, I love <laughs> So now that we've got your favorite animal out of the way, tell the mm-hmm. listeners and I a little bit more about, you know, Kate, your business, your family, so we can get a little bit, to, you know, uh, a better understanding of, you know, who you are. Sure. Um, I am 37, a single mom, two boys. My eldest son is Jack and he's mine. And my youngest is Hayden, who's six. Uh-huh. Um, we are a... We sort of call ourselves a little team of three, and it, uh, it's hectic, <laughs> like yes. it is with any uh, any family. Like we're no different. Um, and I started Blue Water Creative, which is my business last year. Um, oh. And sort of in a nutshell, um, it offers small business concierge services. It's I've sort of dubbed it concierge services, which uh, include anything from admin to office organisation, content writing, uh, creative work, websites, uh, item sourcing, 
and I'm a bit of a nerd when it comes to administrative processes and getting offices set up and working efficiently. I'm, there's nothing wrong. Listen, I'm all about, you know, I mean, I'm a bit of a nerd myself. I'm all about it because there's something, you know, not a lot of people love organization and setups and systems, but I think it's a wonderful, wonderful thing. And if businesses did it from the beginning, the, they would have a lot less problems, I think. That I totally agree with. Now, you mentioned when you, when I first was reading in your application that as, you know, you, life is tricky like you said with the best of us but you've got two little boys also do you mean that each of them have their own individual needs that they're you know that you need to take into account whether or not they're in school potentially social Mm -hmm. etc and then you decided to take the leap you're like doesn't matter that I'm single mom doesn't matter that I'm caring for two little boys with Asperger's I'm going to do it so what was it in you that decided you just needed to take the leap and start your own business I had been thinking for quite a while about starting my own business but um I, like probably a lot of people, had the fear that comes with that of either who on earth is going to take my word for it that I can <laughs> run my own business. Um, and it's a lack of security in the beginning, I guess, as well, because, you know, you have part-time or full-time work and there's always that job security there, whereas taking the leap and, and not having that security behind you is pretty scary. Huh? Um, so... Yeah, fighting that is, you know, trying to think, you know, I know I can do it, but taking that leap is are two totally different things. Um, and I was working part-time and, uh, just, well, when I before I started. Um, and at the time I was going through a domestic violence court case with my ex-husband and at the same time my both my kids were diagnosed with both ADHD and Asperger's so um, I did have a really good boss at the time who really knew the importance of family and was quite fine with me needing to take time off but after having to dash out what seemed to be every five seconds (laughs) yes and the million appointments that came with the boys um I really felt like I was taking advantage of his generosity um, because at the same time, while I knew he was okay with it, he's also trying to run a business. And sure. um, that was all new to me. So I just didn't know where it was going to go and what was going to happen. So I resigned and just, I needed to take a moment. Everything was a bit, a little overwhelming at the time. So I just needed to take a little bit of a time out, um, start work, regroup, figure out where we're at and what the boys needed um, so we could move forward and be slightly less chaotic. Yes. (laughs) Um, And like I said, I thought about starting my own business, but I guess the situation that we found ourselves in forced the situation. I needed to work, but at the same time, I needed to be available in case I was needed by the boys Mm -hmm. and I needed flexibility and finding a job that I would enjoy that would also allow me to be flexible doesn't really come every day. <laughs> no, so, and like you said, it's, a, it's almost like you had to create your own job description and your own job in order to tick all those boxes of what you wanted. So, you know, like that availability, you know, to be able yeah. to to go to their appointments or drop into school or daycare, et cetera. So, you know, would I be correct that you almost had, yeah, you created your own job description from that? Exactly, I did. And I mean, you know, I think many people would love a job like that <laughs> where you have a flexible boss and you can come and go as you please and do a work that you love doing. But at that time, I just needed 
I like working. I enjoy working, and and I needed that for me. I needed it financially, um, and so I just thought, all right, so I took all you know, sort of nearly twenty years of knowledge and experience, and another bonus of that, I guess, is getting to pick and choose the aspects of my work that I do enjoy and that I know I'm good at. Um, yes, and turning that into a business and like I said my weird passion for processes and editing stuff sort of packaged that all together and started it and it was a massive jump but and would you say though at the time you overwhelm at some stage or and we'll talk a little bit about self-doubt in a minute but I mean you're going through a domestic violence situation with the ex-partner your kids have just been diagnosed with ADHD and Asperger's you've you know you've got to keep a roof over your head you've got to keep running so obviously self-doubt was creeping in at some stage but yet yet you were able to overcome that so talk to me a little bit about what kind of the self-doubt thoughts that were going on for you and what did you do to overcome those I think I I've always had a problem with well, I don't know a problem but I've always been far too concerned with what other people think. Uh-huh. Um, so that doesn't help. I I kept it to myself for a little while about starting a business, and I think that rolls into worrying about what other people think because it is a risk. And having two kids that depended on me, and having the bills, and like everybody else. And then sort of going, oh, well, we'll give it a go. It wasn't, I thought about it for a long time. I kept it to myself for a little while. I repeatedly would say, you know what, you can do this. All of the work that you will be doing, you are more than capable of doing. And then, you know, the voice would creep in going, are you joking? Yes. <laughs> in their right mind. Would think that you can do this. And and there was a lot of chewing and froing, and it's still something I'm working on. It's not not something that was just sort of miraculously fixed but it came to a point where I knew what I needed to do I knew what I'm capable of doing and I just had to bite the bullet and I there was a lot of sleepless nights there still is but it um was something I just like I said I think the situation forced me into it Mm -hmm. um but I was able to work it to my benefit and for the benefit of the boy so once I could see, I'm, you know, um, it's probably 18 months in now and we're still navigating it all and there's still a lot of self-doubt. I have a lot of problems with um, promoting myself, I guess, mm-hmm. and promoting, I'm not, I'm not salesy, so trying to sell myself as a, as a business um, I still find quite difficult mm-hmm. um, and it's all stuff I'm still working on. Women in Business, get ready to ignite your success and elevate your game. Join me for an exclusive three-day Women in Business conference from October 31st to November 2nd at the breathtaking Gold Coast, Australia. Designed exclusively for online business owners, service-based business owners, coaches, consultants, and course creators. What to expect at this amazing three-day Women in Business conference? Expect an immersive experience filled with fun, empowering keynote speakers, interactive workshops, networking opportunities with other successful business owners, gain valuable insights, forge meaningful connections, and leave inspired to take your business to new heights. 
12 speakers have already been announced with five more speakers being announced shortly. We have Steph Taylor joining us, Anita Seek joining us, Lisa Cordiff joining us, and not to mention Maddie from Sound Healing Australia who will be there for the most magical sound healing experience ever. You do not want to miss the event of the year for women in business. To secure your ticket, head to AngelaHenderson.com.au today. But again, though, what I love about you is regardless of the things that you still need to work on, because that's the beauty of that business, is you never want to have an empty to-do list or an empty things that I need to work on, because either your business sucks and you're going to go bankrupt, or your business sucks <laughs> yeah. and you've got to close it up, or a combination of both, potentially. Yeah. But the reality of it is, is you were willing to take a punt on yourself. The reality it is, is you've taken an enormous amount of action. You've taken probably more action than a lot of businesses that I come across because you knew that there was no other way. So you're like, I'm either going to do it or I'm not going to do it. And again, this is what I love. And I talk about it on lots of my episodes is the, the ability to, it's better to have imperfect action than to no, have no action at all. Um, yeah. And in your instance, like you said, things haven't gone exactly brilliant but they haven't gone exactly horrible either you're still in business you're being available for your kids um and you still have other things to work on which again we all have things to work on and i that's what i love about this honest conversation is that so many people they think oh no i don't want to say that or i don't want to be vulnerable because then that means i don't have my crap together hell none of us have our crap together regardless Mm -hmm. if you're starting out or if you've been in business you know i've been in business eight years and i still don't know what the hell i'm doing some days you know so Um, I think it's important to talk about that and and bring awareness for those people who are out there listening going, oh, you know what, I'm a single mom too, or I'm a woman in business, or I'm a man in business. And again, it comes down to choices. People have choices to make, and you can either strive to succeed or not to succeed. So, you know, well done for being true to yourself, but also well done for, you know, being able to share that story because not many people do mean would be willing to do that. Now, Mm -hmm. on top of for those that are like going, wow. So she's, you know, theoretically we'll say left a domestic violence situation, has the two boys. She's just started her own business. But on top of this, you also are quite active and have found time to run a charity event. So I'd love to hear a little bit about this because again, what I love is that you aren't just about being in business to take, 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 and you're willing to give back to community. Um, And I think this comes down to people's overall business ethics, really. There's so many people I know that are all just about the dollar. And listen, I'm not going to sit here and say that I love money. I really love money. But I also (laughs) want to be able to make money so that I can give back by creating schools and doing a variety of different things, where there are some people who just want to buy Ferraris and the Porsches and that's your choice. That's fine. But I would also say that there'll be a level of unhappiness at some stage in your life. Um, and potentially your business would even fail because your ethics are kind of a little bit, do you know what I mean? What I would say disproportionate maybe. So tell us again, on top of everything else you've been going through in the last year, tell us a little bit about the charity that you run and what that looks like for you. Uh, last year, I was involved with the, ironically enough, domestic violence charity for a couple of years. Um, I was on the board and just really loved helping people get back on their feet um, and loved the aspect of it being a hand up, not a hand out. Um, yes. and, and even though these people have been through, you know, horrific circumstances, um, they still deserve, you know, the respect and the dignity and, and a hand up to move forward. And I left that um, position, it was a volunteer position, I left that um, around the same time as the boys 
being diagnosed. I just needed to sort of drop back a little bit with everything. Um, and then last year, my kids saw an ad. So we were watching a television there. A commercial came on for the, uh, I think it was the Save the Children uh-huh. organisation. And I'm sure we'd seen that ad a million times, but I'd looked at the boys and they were silent and they were both quite teary. It was a pretty heavy ad um, about kids around the world in need and, and they were quite teary. They're quite sensitive boys. And that sort of sent a discussion about that you know, even though we don't have much, we have so much more than a lot of other people and and we're really lucky to have what we have and all that kind of thing. Um, so they decided that they wanted to help in some way and they discussed collecting Christmas gifts for kids who may not necessarily get them. Um, so I researched um, local charities who would be collecting gifts for at Christmas and uh-huh. came across Give It, which is a national charity who do incredible things. And they were uh, running a, it's called the Kids in Care campaign for the Queensland government. And they were tasked with collecting gifts for Queensland Kids in Care, which is uh, between eight and 9,000 kids and gifts that they needed. Uh-huh. So I contacted them and asked if they needed some help. They said yes. So I I have experience with organising events and obviously charity work as well. So I put together a little event and thought, you know what, if we got like 500 gifts, that would be insane. So we had a little event last year in November, which turned into quite a big event. We had local radio um, involved and and uh, we ended up with 2,500 gifts. How amazing is that? It was. We were so excited. We couldn't believe it. Because, I, you know, here I am picturing, okay, I've spent months working on this and three people will turn up and it's, that's probably my mom and my neighbour. So Yes. <laughs> I, I was so worried. Um, and then people just kept coming and bringing gifts and it was so amazing to see that the everyone from the community had just sort of taken the idea on board and brought a little gift and, so we, yeah, it was it was a pretty incredible thing being able to contribute that many gifts. And so we've decided to do it again this year. Um, and we've got a pretty ambitious goal of 5,000 gifts this year. Yes. So fingers crossed. But I was actually last week uh, met with Give It and they have asked me to uh, just take on a temporary role with them to actually run the kids in care campaign for Queensland this year so Mm -hmm. um I will be looking after that for the state as well little elves is uh, our events little elves project um that's still going ahead because that contributes to the campaign but I'm also now going to be looking after the whole statewide campaign as well so oh my goodness well how again (laughs) but by taking action you know listening to what your kids needed you to do you're not only have helped you know, give that back to your kids, but you've given back to community and you've also created opportunity for yourself, you know, because you chose to be an action taker. And that's, I mean, two and a half thousand gifts to help all those kids. What a phenomenal thing to be able to do. And I don't think your goal at all is ambitious. I think 5,000 is absolutely achievable. And I'd love to connect you with some local Brisbane people. So when we're done, let me know. So there's a, a good friend of mine and 
a client of mine, Katie from Mums of Brisbane. So she's got her entire cohort is just mums from Brisbane. So there's a few people that I think that, you know, we can get involved in this particular event to uh, hit that 5,000 mark for sure. That would be amazing. Thank you. Yes, no, absolutely. And how would they, again, I've also, I'm just thinking off of my time. There's a lease from What's On For. She's a national brand with a, a huge presence also in Queensland. There's, mm-hmm. yeah, there's so many wonderful people that we'll be able to connect you with because, uh, yes, I love that you are a giver. I love that you're an action taker. Um, and I love that you've taken something that could have been a bad situation or left people dwelling for a very long time and you've turned it into something positive. It is, it's a, it's a refreshing story to hear because sometimes it's kind of like womp womp, you know, which is fine, <laughs> but I just love that you've got enthusiasm and I'm sure many listeners out there who, regardless of your single mom, kids with disabilities, um, et cetera, that you can gain some inspiration from Kate's story because it is a true essence of when you put your mind to something and it's not all about you, 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 that good things come, you know, full circle. Now for the audience though, if they want to know how they can connect with you, Kate, um, mm-hmm. on your business level, but equally if they wanted to help contribute to the Christmas uh, rally for those kids who are in the care of the state of Queensland, how can they get in touch with you? Um, well, my business website, um, which is bluewatercreative.com.au. Um, and we're also on Facebook and Instagram. Um, and the Little Elves Project is also on Facebook and Instagram as well, just with the username, the Little Elves Project. Yes. Um, and you can contact us via any of those methods. And it's, well, it is me. So I will be the one. <laughs> it will be Kate responding to you. It will be me. <laughs> no, fantastic. Well, Kate, thank you so much for being on the show today and sharing your story. And for those of you that are sitting there going, this lady this woman in business is pretty amazing i would strongly encourage you to please reach out because again i am all about the community coming together to make things better for individuals who may not be you mean having a very good life so if you are a business out there listening and you're able to help kate and her charity event uh, which when does the charity event start kicking off um we'll start um putting the word out for collections from the end of october but the actual event itself is on the 17th of november all right fantastic so end of october if you're sitting there going you know what i don't have a lot but i can contribute something or i know other people within queensland that can help kate out or even if they're a national brand and might be able to help out please 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 make sure to get a hold of kate now my team and i will also be putting together the whole transcription for this episode at angelahenderson.com.au so all the links um to be able to get a hold of kate in those charities will be listed in that transcription at angelahenderson.com.au and of course I cover all sorts of things business related and life topics inside my Facebook group Australian Business Collaborative and I'd love to have you guys join me in the community but for now I hope you have a wonderful day no matter where you are in the world and thanks again Kate for joining us and I look forward to connecting with everyone again soon bye Thanks for listening to the Business and Life Conversations podcast with Angela Henderson, www.angelahenderson.com.au.